Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Tov Kuf Yud Gimel. We are up to Sivches, which is the last line on page 262. The Mechaber says in Sivches, Efroch Shenolad Biyomtov, a chick that was born on Yontif, Aser. It is Aser. The Mechaber continues and says, Vimnolad Bishabbos, and if it was born on Shabbos, Aser Biyomtov Shalaachrov, it will be Aser on Yontif, which is following Shabbos. Says the Mishabura Sivkotan Lamidvav, so the Efroch that is born on Yantav is Asr, Ba'achilo Ubitotal Adha Erev. It's Asr to eat it, it's Asr to move it until evening. Bibneshu Muktsa, because it is Muktsa. The Afamatirin Muktsa Biyomtov, even those Shitas that we've learned before that say Muktsa on Yantav is Mutter, Modim Bimuktsa Kazet. They admit by this type of Muktsa, before this chick was born, it was not fit for anything. Even dogs would not have eaten this efroch while it was still in its shell. And therefore, this muktzah is a morchamadikah muktzah, and everyone will agree that it is aser. And that explains the first part of the Shulchan Aruch, that a chick that is born on Yantif will be aser, the iser is muktzah. Then the Mechaber told us that if it was born on Shabbos, which has Yontif afterwards, it will be Asr on Yontif afterwards. Here the Mishabura says in Sefkotan Lamed Zayin, on the top of page Kuf Lamed Bey, is Yesh Omrim Dehumen HaTorah. There are those who say this will be an Isra Daraisa. And this is a Machlokas, where there's Daraisa, the Rabbonah, based on what we saw in yesterday's shir between the Mechaber, between the Ramah rather, and the Mogan Avram. Yesh Omrim Dehumen HaTorah, some say it's an Isra Daraisa. Because through this Leda on Shabbos, it becomes prepared for Achila on Sunday, which is Yantif. Since on Shabbos you can't shecht it and eat it, it turns out that it was prepared on Shabbos to be eaten on Yantif, which follows it. We already learned that Shabbos is not mechin liyantif, and that is an iser minatora. So that is one sheet. The Yesh Omrim some say the Hurakma the Rabbanan the iser over here will only be an iser the Rabbanan. Lefisha b'Shabbos gufahu muktza. On Shabbos itself, when the when a chick is born. It is muktza. You can't eat it or move it at all on Shabbos. And if we're going to say that it's mutter on Yontif, it will turn out that Shabbos is preparing for Yontif, and therefore they have to answer it also on Yontif. So it's a machlokas whether this chick that was born on Shabbos, whether the next day, which is Yontif on Sunday, will it be an Isidaraisa? Of Achana, or would it be only an Issa de Rabbanan? That concludes Simit Tov Kuf Yud Gimel, and now we begin Simit Tov Kuf Yud Dalit. Page Kuf Lamid Beis, the Machaber says in Sef Aleph, Osr Lachabos Leka Biyomtov, it is Osr to extinguish a fire on Yontif, Vafilu Imroa Beso Shenisraf, even if one sees his house going up in flames, it is Osr to put out the fire. Again, if you know for sure that there is no threat to someone's life. So if there's no threat to a life, Vadai, you see your house burning on Yontov, the Mechaber Paskins, you cannot put it out. You also cannot extinguish a piece of wood 
even if it's in order that the house should not start smoking, or the Kedera should not start smoking, or if one wants to extinguish a fire, in order to have Tash Mishamita, which is Asr, or Haner, that also will be Asr on Yantif. That is the sheet of the Mechaber. He is more machmir than we'll see in the Ramah, but again, to summarize the Mechaber, you can't extinguish a fire even if one's house is burning down on Yantif. If there's no Sakhanas Tafashas, you can't put it out. And you can't put out a piece of wood even if that piece of wood burning is going to cause a smoky house or smoking of your dish. Or if it's in order to be matir, tash all these cases, extinguishing is asr. Says the Ramah, V'yesh omrim davkim efshar lahatzil ha-kedera below kibui. So the Ramah right away addresses the case of your dish. There are those who say it's only going to be usher to extinguish the fire under the food that you are cooking if you're able to save the food without doing extinguishing. And we'll see what examples would be. Aval imi efshar lahatzil olavashil ha-kedera binyanacher. Rakshi Achabav, there's no other way to save this dish or to cook this dish without doing extinguishing. So then, Mutter Lachabos, then you are allowed to extinguish the flame. And the Ramah then writes, V'chein nirali Iker, that appears to be the Iker Halacha, that if there's no other way to save this dish except by extinguishing, then the extinguishing would be permissible. V'chein Babayis, and so too says the Ramah by a house, if your house burns down, you will not have a place to eat your suda. And you will lose your suda. Not that your food is burning in the house, as we'll see in the Mishabura, but you'll lose the place to eat your suda. Then, then you can extinguish the fire in your house. But if you have another house that you could eat in, you would not be allowed to extinguish the fire in the house just because of a loss of money. And now we'll see the Mishabura, we'll see a couple of very halachal and notes as well. The Mishabura begins with Katar Aleph on the Machaber that says you can't extinguish the fire on Yantav that is burning up one's house. Just because of a loss of money, we do not allow the malacha of kibwe on yantif. Based on this, Rav Sifkatan Beis, Even if you have no other house to dwell in, and you will be held back if your house burns down from Simchas Yantif, Asr ledeyazo is still asr to extinguish it according to the mechaber. The mikomakom lo chashiv zet tzarek alchanefesh. That is not enough to make it considered alchanefesh. You can't put out the fire even if you have nowhere else to hang out on yantif. Sifkaton gimel. We said afterwards in the mechaber that we can't put out a bakas, a piece of wood, even if it's so the house should not smoke. Says the mishaburus of cutting gimel. Rotzlomer means to say the kol shekain im kavanaso lechabus b'shvil shechos alov shelo yisarev kulo. Certainly, you can't put out this piece of wood if your intention is that you're concerned for it, you don't want it to get burnt up. You want to save the wood, you don't want to get burnt up, so certainly you can't extinguish it for that purpose. Even if you want to save that piece of wood because you want to use it for cooking later on, on that day of Yantif, even that is not allowed. You can't extinguish that piece of wood right now in order to save that piece of wood to use it later on for more cooking. That is Asr. Oa Kedera, the Mechaber also said you can't put out the Bekas if it's in order that it should not be Yisashen the Kedera. Velo Chashiv Kibu Yizeh Ochonefesh. 
This extinguishing is not considered Ochel Nefesh, even though you're trying to save your Kedera. Even if you have nowhere else to put this pot, it's still not considered Ochel Nefesh. Since the extinguishing of the piece of wood does not contribute, does not help at all to the Ochel Nefesh. All it's doing is preventing damage. It's not helping you cook, it's just preventing damage. That's what the Shita of the Mechaber is. Even though the Chorah, this should be no worse than the case of preparatory stages of Ochon Nefesh that were impossible to do before Yontif. The Kaimel and the Shari that we hold are permissible on Yontif. In the Ramah. This opinion holds the lav kol machshiri ochel nefesh etiru. They were not matir all cases of machshiri ochel nefesh that were impossible to do before yantif. Eladavka osan shein kroven yoser lasikan haochel. Only the machshiri ochel nefesh which are closer to the actual preparation of the food were they matir if you could not have done it before Shabbos before yantif. But in this case. It's not considered close enough, and therefore the shita of the Mechaber is that even though it's to save your dish, it's not close enough to the Ochel Nefesh that we would consider this a heter of Machshiri Ochel Nefesh that you were unable to do before Yantif, and he holds its Aser. The last point the Mechaber said is you also can't extinguish a fire in order to have Tashmish Amitas of Katan Hei. The Aser Lushamish Bifneha Ner, the reason one would want to do that is because Aser to have Tashmish Amita by the light of a candle. The Isa the Gemara, the Gemara brings down, It's not only that you can't extinguish it, but you don't even have anywhere else to move the candle. So if you have one room, you can't move the candle anywhere else. You also have no vessel to flip over onto the candle to make it darker. Even though there's no other Eitzah, it's still Aser to extinguish the candle Tatash V'Shamita. Even if this is the first Bia, the Bias Mitzvah, and by not extinguishing it, you're holding back from the Bias Mitzvah, even then it's Aser. So I'd like to first see note number five. <clears throat> note number five is a very important note. He says... What do you mean you're not allowed to extinguish the fire in order to Tashmish Amita? The Avshulachore Yesh Lahatir Lichvos Ner Lutzara Tashmish Amita Mitzah Din Mitoch Lachore the Din of Mitoch, which we'll explain in a second, should allow you to be able to extinguish a fire for Tashmish Amita. Shemitoch Shahutra Malachas Kibwi Lutzarak Ochonefesh. Since we were matter the Malacha of extinguishing for purpose of Ochonefesh, like the case we had earlier that you're allowed to put meat on top of the coals even though the coals are being extinguished as you put the meat on so for Ochel Nefesh purposes you are allowed to extinguish so we should say that you're allowed to extinguish for Ochel Nefesh we should be matir extinguishing even for not for Ochel Nefesh so kosa rashba since the extinguishing of the candle for purposes of Tashmish Amita, you're not getting direct benefit from the extinguishing. Like Rabbi Chanan Wasman explains, 
The only hana you're get, getting is like a sur meirah, is that now you don't have the light preventing the tashmish. But it's not a direct benefit that you're getting. So, ein din mitoch matir lasos is a In that case, says the Rashba, you can't be matir midin mitoch. And if you look in the next paragraph, he takes us even further. So too, if you have a light on, you can't sleep, and you want to turn off the light, you want to extinguish. You also, says in this in Kirelitz, it's logical to say that it's going to be usher. The same way you can't extinguish a candle for Tashmish Shamita, Kevan She'eno Nene Hano Chiyuvis Me'amaisha She'asa. So you're not getting an actual direct benefit from the Maisha that you're doing. Ela Nene Rak Mikach She'estalik Hamafriya. Like we said before, you're only removing the problem. You're not actually getting a direct benefit. So therefore, if you want to go to sleep, it's the same thing. You can't extinguish a candle to go to sleep because you're not benefiting from the extinguishing. It's just that you have the problem removed. You're removing a problem, you're removing the light that's not letting you sleep, but you're not directly getting a benefit from the extinguishing. And he adds on, So to a person is trying to sleep in his sukkah on Yontif, it's not Shabbos, it's just Yontif, and he wants to kill some mosquitoes, it will be the same thing. Even though shechita is mutter on yontif, so so killing an animal, killing a mosquito should be mutter as well. Not for ochel nefesh. So it's the same thing again. You're just taking away something that's preventing you from a benefit. It's not actually benefiting you by by destroying it, by killing it. It's just taking care of the problem, you're removing the problem. But you're not actually benefiting directly from it, and therefore, in the note, of this Karelis is connecting these three cases, extinguishing an air for Tashmashamita, extinguishing an air so you can sleep, and killing mosquitoes so they don't bother you. Me'idach, on the other hand, Agon Roshom Orba Kosav. Argues, he says that if we're allowed to do a malacha for ochel nefesh, you're allowed to do that same malacha not for ochel nefesh in order to prevent something from uh, ruining your sleep. You're allowed to do it as well. Sha'av shabir b'seifem ma'ori eish sha'aser lisrof chametz v'kachim biyontov b'nei shikir matarasu hakilui. Even though Shlomo Zalman writes in the sefer on sefer ma'ori eish that it's usher to burn chametz and kachim on yontif because your main goal is the destruction. But if you're doing the destruction in order that you could benefit, that you could sleep, that is considered hanos haguf, and that would be permissible. That means you would be, he's saying you would be allowed to extinguish a candle in order to sleep. But he says it is logical that you shouldn't kill the mosquitoes that are preventing you from sleeping. You might kill too many mosquitoes. You might kill some that are not being mafriya you, and that would be a problem. He said it's not clear to him. Kosov Shagon of Yaakov Kamneski hit the Horgum. The Yaakov Kamneski said you can't kill the mosquitoes. Elo Shehayir Shemidivra Mishibur Lakamon. But for the Mishibur later on, it's Mashmanat that way. Because the Mishibur writes later, Shemutur Laharug Yitushim Hametzarim Osa Bechalamoid. You can't kill mosquitoes that are bothering you on Chalamoid. 
which is mashma should be yom tov aser lasoskein. But here we have a machlokas from this in Karelitz and Hashem Azalman is one allowed to extinguish a light that's preventing it from sleeping. Is that considered that you're not getting a direct benefit, or is that yes considered a direct benefit? That is a machlokas aposkim. Let's go weiter in the mishabura on the shita of the Rama. The Rama said that, the, that there's another shita. There are those who say. If you have another of how to save your dish, then it's also to do kibwi. But if there's no other etza, you can do kibwi. Says the Mishabura Sivkatan Vav. From the smoky, smokiness. For example, you're able to make another fire and move the dish over to that fire. So you don't have to extinguish this fire. Just move it over to that fire and you'll prevent the smoke. Or you have a place where you can throw this piece of wood outside. And not extinguish it. Now on this Mishibur, there's a very important note that starts on this page and continues in the back of the Sefer, note number 7. The Mishibur just said, if you have a way to get out of the problem, for example, if you can make a new fire, so don't extinguish the old fire. So the note's going to discuss why is it better to make a new fire, why is it better to light a fire than to extinguish a fire, why is it any different? So in note 7 he says, The reason why it's better to make a new fire than to extinguish an old fire, Rishlomo Zalman Orbach, and in this Ikra, let's explain, turn to the back, page 63, Extinguishing is more similar to only preparation of Ochon it's not considered You're lighting a fire to cook. Extinguishing a fire is a little further removed than making a fire in terms of the cooking process. That's how they explain it. Umitam zeh for that reason. lavas hagaz noas kilkla mach. If you have food that's going to burn on a, on a flame of gas on yontif. Rav Nisan Kirelet says, She'ein lasas, you shouldn't lower the flame. In be'er she'arusu lahadlik lahava chadasha. Better to turn on a new flame, if you're, assuming you're, you're allowed to do it in a mutter way, than to lower an old flame. That's what Rav Nisan Kirelet says. However, Rav Moshe argues, Me'idach, b'shal n'shivas igris Moshe, Kosov, she'ladas ha'ramah e'in adifus lahavaro l'tzorach ocho nefesh al'pnei kibu l'tzorach ocho nefesh. According to the Ramah, there is no maila in lighting a fire for Ochel Nefesh or extinguishing a fire for Ochel Nefesh. The reason why we're saying over here that it's better to light a new flame than put out the old flame is only It takes a few tries, it's a few actions involved to extinguish. But lighting a fire, you just put, the, you put the, the, the existing flame there and it's on fire. To extinguish it, you might have to you know, put water on in a couple of places or blow it out a couple of times. It might involve a few different mice that you have to do, a few different pu'ulos. And therefore, in this case, it is better to make a new flame, which is one action. For this reason, Moshe Feinstein writes, in a case where you could make a new flame, it's the same thing to lower the old flame. You have no reason to make a new flame. Because again, the whole svara over here is that it involves less activity to make a new fire than to extinguish an old fire. But if you have a gas stove, 
So it's the same mice to raise the fire on one and to lower the fire on the other one. And therefore says Ramosha, Mishum Shebelahabas Gas Hamatsuyabas Meneno, our gas that we have nowadays. They both involve one action. It's the same action. And therefore, it's no difference what you do. It's actually better to extinguish, to lower the fire. Not to make a new fire. Since the mice of the lowering of the gas fire is not making a coal, it's not even an issa darais of extinguishing, it's only an issa darabonam. Says a Moshe, making a new flame, that's havara, that would be a, a full malacha. And therefore, Moshe Feinstein rather says, it's better to lower a flame than make a new flame. That you can lower the flame better than making a new flame. One more point in this note: If there is the possibility, if there's a way that you can put some kind of a pan or a pot to separate between your food and the fire to prevent it from getting burnt. And that way you won't have to lower the flame. So the minchas yitzlag right should tzarech lasos. Can you have to do that? The aser lachnin as halahava. The chen aser this and So that would be the best eight stuff. You could put some kind of a pan in between to to prevent some of the heat going in, which is going to burn your dish. That's better than lowering the flame. But Ramosha is saying lowering the flame is in fact better than raising the flame. Let's continue right there in the mishabura. We are up to sivkot and zayin. We said mutter lachabos. We said again in the Ramah, we said if it's possible to uh, save the Kedai without Kibwi, so you should do it. But if there's no Eitzah, then it's Mutter Lechabu. Says the Mishiruz of Katan Zayin, Svir Luhu, they hold, Since this is the only way you can save your food, that's considered Ochel Nefesh Mamish. Umutter HaKibwi, and the Kibwi is permissible. Kumoshe Tira Torah Lefo Salavashi, the same way the Torah allowed you to bake and to cook, the Torah allows you to extinguish in order to save your food. If the fire is very large and it's burning your dish, you have to take away some of the coals that are there. Even though the fire is going to be extinguished from those coals that you're removing, it's still going to be permissible. Then the Ramah told us, he's masking to this second shita. Says the Mishiburas of Katan Ches, Vechain Hatiku Achronim, that's how the Achronim bring it down, Lakula. Vegan Bedin Sha'acharze Hatiku Karama, the next din they also pass in like the Ramah. What's the next din of the Ramah? That's so to buy a house, if the house is going to burn down, you'll have nowhere to eat, and you're going to lose out on eating your Suda, you're allowed to extinguish it. Says the Mishiburas of Katan Ches, In Yisarif Abayas, Midadilek Haramah, Velo Kosavdino Gamlu Inyan Ishun Abayas, for the fact that the Ramah skipped over the case of the house becoming smoky and he only addressed the case of the house burning down, Mashma de Bezem Modela Machaber. It's Mashma de Lagabe, the smoky house. He's masking to the Machaber. Even if you have no other house to eat in, it would be also to extinguish the fire to avoid the smokiness. Only to avoid the burning down. That's where he argued with the Machaber. If his house burns out, he nowhere to eat. But if he can find a place to eat, even in a guy's house, even according to Ramah, it will be also to extinguish it. Maybe if you only have to go to a guy's house, maybe that still would be grounds to extinguish the fire.
If the fire is not put out, you're going to lose your suda by your house burning down. It doesn't mean that your food is going to be burnt by the fire if you don't extinguish the fire. In that case, even if you had another place to eat in, then of course you could extinguish it because you want to have it. For Yesuda itself, of course it would be mutter. Elamairi she'etzim ha'suda yochol lahatzil b'li kibui hadleika klal. Rather, we're talking about a case of here, Yesuda is not in any kind of concern of getting burnt. The suda is 100% fine without extinguishing the fire. V'rak she'bishvil she'lo yelo mokom lechol. Only because you're not going to have a place to eat your food, yisbatel eslo sudas yantif, you're going to lose out on Yesuda's yantif. So it's partial if your food is going to get burnt in the house, you have nothing to eat, of course you could extinguish the fire. But even if your food is not in the house, if you have your food on you, but you have no place to sit down and eat your yant of Suda, that's also grounds to extinguish the fire in the house. According to the Ramah, that's considered a kibwe for the purpose of Ochonefesh and Mutter. So too, if your utensils that you need for eating are going to get burnt, you won't be able to find other utensils to eat with, that also will be grounds to extinguish. And I'd like to see one biralacha. But we said if you have another place to eat your Suda, you cannot extinguish it just to save your money. Look in we wrote. Nowadays that we are living amongst the Goyim. There is a Chshash And the reason is that if a house is burning and people start coming to loot and you stand up against them, they might come to kill you. So there's mamish sakanas tafashos in a person's house burning down. Mutter lachabos afilu b'shabbos. You are allowed to extinguish a fire even on Shabbos. Certainly on if you would be allowed to extinguish it because that's preventing sakanas tafashos. I'd like to see the top here on page Kuf Lamid Beis. On this idea, the Mechaber told us that it's also to extinguish a fire in order to allow Tashmish Amita. Ayin Mishabura Dafilu Einlo Eitzah. The Mishabura told us, even if you have no other Eitzah, Kedei Lefanos Hanelo Makom Acher, you have nowhere else to put your candle, Gamkein Aser, it's still Aser to extinguish it. Vichain Mavura Bishasa Baralam, so too it is brought down in the Gemara and the Rambam. Even the Ramah right over here, who is lenient when he was saving a dish or saving your house, if you had no other place, the Ramah didn't argue the case of Tashvishamit at all. You see, the Ramah is agreeing to the Machaber that it's us to extinguish a fire for Tamata Tashvishamit no matter what. Okay, however, the Taz speaks at length about this and he comes out that the Ikradin, it will be mutter to extinguish the fire if you have no other Eitzer. We just can't teach this halacha to others. Even though the Taz is mekel, from the Achronim it's clear not to go with this kula. The only heter that they bring down is by Yontav Sheni, they say you can be lenient, like the sheet of the more lenient opinions, which is the Rashman the Ran, like we'll see later. 
leans to say that even is also to extinguish it. Unless the person can't control his yetzer, he needs to have tashmish amita. Otherwise, he's going to do a big chait. Then you can rely on the Merlin Yeshida to extinguish it on Yom Tosheni. O Lel Tfila. Or it's a night that the Isha went to the mikvah. Then you can rely on the lenient shitas and do the kibui. If you could put two candles together so the flames are helping each other out and they're burning down the candles faster, it's better to do that Eitzah, not to extinguish it straight away. You could also put the candle in water. And it's not extinguishing right away, but when the candle goes down a little bit and reaches the water, it will extinguish. All these things you could be matter on Yom Tosheni in order to matter Tashmita. We'll stop here and we'll continue with Shem tomorrow with Sibbez. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.